Yo, what's going on, guys? Welcome back to License to View, a podcast on the internet where two best friends get together to talk about pop culture news. I am Jason. That's Zach. What's going on, man? What's going on? You know, just another day full of pop culture news. Somehow it's coming back. Somehow. This is the first week in weeks where it's actually been like a, a decent bit of interesting stuff. Yeah. Like the last couple weeks have have been... There's so like one bad. or two stories here and there, but like, yeah, this is the first one. There's actually been like a decent amount of stuff coming up. Like yeah. wor- worthwhile stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and we'll get to all that in a little bit. But before yes. that, Zach, what have you been up to this week uh, of quarantine, of the, of the, of the C-virus? Of the C-virus. Uh, week uh, 528 of the C-virus. Um, so I didn't do too much this week. Uh, mostly, I watched a couple of things. I spent a lot of fucking time uh, the past couple of days playing Assassin's Creed Origins. Oh, okay. Which we talked about a little bit uh, when we were playing Call of Duty. I jumped into Call of Duty too, but it's still, it hasn't captured me the same as like that launch month. I don't know. Oh, yeah. But, um, but uh, I've been playing a lot of Assassin's Creed Origins. Uh, I like it a lot. Um, I think there's definitely some things that I dislike it, about it uh, compared to the old Assassin's Creed games. Um, because for me, I mean, the ha- the highlight of Assassin's Creed is like, I mean, two obviously, like all the Ezio stuff, and then uh, Black Flag was probably like one of my favorite ones ever, which is just you being a fucking pirate, which is sick. Um, I li- I actually didn't mind the American Revolution game, but I know it's not as solid as mo- a lot of the other Assassin's so, Creed games. I will say this about Assassin's Creed. Because um, I mentioned last week that my girlfriend really loves Odyssey. Yeah. Um, and has played the game like twice all the way through all the DLCs and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I have never beat a single Assassin's Creed game. I um, beat them all up until Black Flag. And then I didn't play... Because after that was uh, when they started going next gen. And that was when they did Unity and then the Syndicate. And I just yeah. didn't have a... I didn't have the system. And then like when I got the system, I was like, I don't really... Because I heard terrible things about Unity, and then I heard Syndicate was kind of boring, and I was like, eh, fuck it. And then Origins I mean, I, was the first one, yeah. I really, like, when the first one came out, I bought it, and I just ran around the world for a little bit, and I really yeah. liked, I mean, it was a groundbreaking premise. Like, yeah. Like, open world, free-running game, and the idea and the history of the game I, I enjoy, even now mm. I still enjoy it. I hate all the Animus stuff, but... yeah. Like, even when 2 came out and then when... What's the third one called but not 3? Um, like, when oh, it's, it's, still, it's still Ezio, but not it's not 3? Fuck, what was Is it Brotherhood one? or something, or...? Brotherhood, yeah, because Brotherhood was the one where they... Yeah, they introduced the, the actual, like, you're forming an, a, a Brotherhood of Assassins and all that kind of shit, yeah. Like, I remember playing the first one and being like, okay, there's something here, but I really hated tracking missions. I hate that shit stalking. was terrible. Yeah, those in the in the I think that started in like the second game. The, the terrible one was the eavesdropping shit, which I think they started mm-hmm. in like the second or the third game, where it was like you had to do the tracking, and then you also had to be close enough to them so you could listen in. And I was like, that was yeah. a fucking nightmare. But I, I bought the Assassin's Creed Three Remaster. Yeah, I have it. I haven't played. I haven't even played it once. It's um, fun. I think, honestly, I mean, the assassin character himself is, like, kind of boring and plain, which I think is one of a lot of the problems that a lot of people had with it because you play as his dad, basically, in Black Flag. Yeah. And his dad is super awesome. Is super, Or, no, you play as his grandfather. His grandfather is a super awesome, compelling character, and then you get to the third... And then you go back and play the third game, and you're like, eh, it's kind of boring. 
but he had a he had a lot of the cool mechanics because he had the tomahawk shit, which was dope as fuck. And he had that he was the first game where you did the uh, the rope darts where you could like be up in a tree right. and actually like hang people up to assassinate him, which I always thought was like the, the sickest shit ever. So I really, I mean, I I I played Odyssey when I bought it. I first bought it. And I, the combat was so smooth, and the RPG elements were so nice, and yeah. I, it makes me feel like if I go back and try to play three or like Black Flag or something, mm-hmm. I'm gonna be like, okay, this is so not refined or so different that I'm not going to enjoy it. I could see that. I mean, I think one of the biggest things for me that, and I think one of my biggest complaints about Origins is the RPG stuff. Not exactly the gear and stuff like that, because I like the fact that you have all these different weapons you can choose from, and the customization for that is really great. I think one of the things that I hate does go into the the RPG stuff, though, where it's like, because a lot of this thing is like, uh, one of the biggest complaints I have is that, um, well, first of all, you can't just literally, you can't just play the linear story, which I hate, because that's like, the reason I play Assassin's Creed game is to play the story, and it's like, you can't do that in Origins, and I'm assuming Odyssey is the same way, because all quests are based on a leveling system, and if you just play the linear story, you're not going to be a high enough level. So yeah. it you actively have to do side quests to be able to actually play the linear story, which I find super annoying, because it's like, right now, I'm like at the point where I'm probably like two or three like main quest missions away from completing the game. But right now, it's like... I've, I've, you can do it without getting to the high enough level, but it's like... It ramps the difficulty up so hard where it's like it's not even worth it. It's it's easier to just do the side missions and level up like two levels to where it's like you're at like a normal like health and damage ratio. But well, I might o- just speed through it because I just in don't In Odyssey, care. there's like a mechanic where they have like a bounty hunter on each island or whatever. Hmm. And, the, and the bounty hunter just roams the island. And if you start getting into shit, mm-hmm. the AI brings that bounty hunter to you. To fight you. So you have to fight it at some point, right? Mm-hmm. So on the first island, which is all I ever really... I played the first, like, two sections of the game, which is at the very beginning. Right. And I was like, fuck it, I'm just going to fight the guy. Yeah. And he was probably, like, four levels ahead of me, and it was impossible. Like, it was purely yeah. impossible like, you know, to, to beat this guy. I mean, maybe... If they I do just... so much damage, even if they're, like, three levels higher than you, it's, like, yeah. two hits and fucking dead. And, I mean, I get it. It does still give you that, like... I mean, it's possible. I mean, it just take forever. Yeah, you know, I mean, yeah. I tried doing it. And I'm, like, I'm like jumping through trees, and he's like climbing trees up up after me. I'm like, okay, I can't. I'm just gonna yeah. wait till I get to a higher level. Yeah, so it's like so that part is kind of annoying, and then there's also the fact where it's like, I mean, one of the mainline things about Assassin's Creed is like using the hidden blade and being able to assassinate people. And I've heard that Odyssey has the same problem. And uh, Valhalla, apparently there was a new story that Valhalla is going to fix this problem, which I'm happy about. But hidden blade damage is like, it's not like an instant kill. Like the damage is scaled up. So you have to actively craft to like get to a higher damage. And I'm like, no, dude, I'm fucking stabbing a knife into somebody's neck. I should, there shouldn't be a thing where it's like, oh, you don't die from my neck stab. Like, no, I'm stabbing you. In the neck, but I do. Li- I mean, I do like that uh, the game is RPG since you have skills. Like, yeah, you have, I like, like that. abilities. Like you have combat abilities. It's not just. Oh, I, I love have the weapons skill tree. The skill tree is fantastic. Yeah, I think, I think the skill tree and I think the weapon variety is something that is really, really strong in this game. I think there's a lot more stuff where it's like ramping up your damage and ramping up your health. Those crafting things that I think I find more tedious, and I don't think 
those are really aspects of the games that I don't really enjoy it much. Because that's one of the big things. It goes into... Because this is a similar problem that I have with games like Far Cry, where it's like I have to spend like five hours like chasing around these different like animals and shift mm-hmm. shit to craft like more weapon capacity and stuff like that. And I was like, this is not fun. Like I'd rather spend the time actually doing like main quest lines and shit that I find like actually fun than like doing this like tedious, boring shit of like tracking down some fucking antelope so I can carve off its skin and like yeah. be able to carry like two more extra arrows. I, I don't know. I I like the idea of constantly crafting new weapons. Mm. Like going to a blacksmith and like crafting the next level. I, I like that. Yeah. Cause I think that makes the game because Assassin's Creed couldn't keep, keep couldn't keep going the way it was where it's just Yeah. Um, it all gets here's, here's, a, yeah. here's a sword, here's an axe, here's a pistol. Yeah. I mean, okay. Follow somebody, have some Batman Arkham Asylum fight, and then yep. that's it. Like you have you had to add in Dark Souls slash action RPG elements to make the game yeah. franchise more compelling. And I think with like with what they're gonna do in Valhalla, I'm assuming from where Odyssey was at, I can only imagine like it being so much better. Because mm-hmm. the fight scene the fight con the combat in Odyssey is so good. Yeah. Between like so if I'm fighting a boss, mm-hmm. I do the three hundred Spartan kick. Yeah. Constantly kick him away from me. Then I have like poison arrows. Yeah. You know. Then I have like a fucking like fire defensive. Like it's all these different things that make the game so much more interesting than just like, all right, I walk behind you and then I insta kill you with my with my dagger. Mm. But yeah. I mean, I, I think and even like there's even like combo moves you can do like special like, combat yeah. whatever, you know. And obviously against like a boss isn't really isn't not insta kill, but on a on a majority of basic enemies is going to be an instant kill generally right. speaking you know so i mean i think majority for the most part i enjoy the rpg part of it i think i'm, I'm gonna excited to see where it's gonna go with valhalla what they're gonna change yeah. or tweak um because i think if you played odyssey all the clunky rpg stuff i think is way, way more refined okay in, in odyssey i think okay oh yeah oh i mean i'm definitely interested to, to try odyssey i think i'll definitely try to pick it up once I finish Origins, because I'm pretty sure I can probably finish Origins in the next week, even if I just speed through it under-leveled, because I think... I'm really sure I'm, like, only... I'm, I'm pretty sure I'm, like, two or three, like, main quests away. So I probably could finish it in, like, the next week. So, I don't know. We'll see. But I'm definitely interested in trying Odyssey, because that's, that's an interesting, more compelling world to me. I mean, the Egyptian stuff's cool, but I've always liked Greek mythology better and, like, the Greek world better, and so that's... A more compelling world to me by far, so I'm way more interested to like get into that kind of right. stuff. Okay. Yeah, but so I was playing that, uh, and then I was watching a couple things, uh, just a couple sitcoms, nothing too big. Watching Shit's Creek, uh, which is by um, Eugene Levy and his son uh, Daniel Levy. I don't know if you've ever seen that, but it's no. a fun show. It's great. Uh, it's super fun. Basic premise is that uh, Eugene Levy and his wife, I can't remember her name. Uh, but they're just this super rich family, and then in the very first episode, they basically lose all their money and have to move to the middle of nowhere. It's just like the fish out of water thing, bourgeois people trying to live with, live with normal people. I don't know. It's super funny. I mean, it's mostly Eugene Levy and Daniel Levy make the show. And, uh, you know, they produce it, and I'm pretty sure um, his son, uh, Daniel, writes a lot of the episodes. And uh, it's just very smart joke writing. I like it a lot. Super fun. Uh, and then other than that... Um, 
I think that was it for the most part. I don't. Know, I think I, I basically watched that. Uh, I watched the other guys with Mark Marky Mark and uh, Oh Will, Will Ferrell. Ferrell. Um, it's still a solid movie. It's probably my but, favorite what, movie. What is What is your stance on Will Ferrell? Um, I I was talking to somebody else about this, and uh, I think the other guys is like probably one of the last movies that I actually find him funny in. Um, and I find him funny in it because, for the most part. He's actually kind of playing like the straight man to Mark Wahlberg's super like fucking violent PTSD cop. So mm. I like that kind of bit. I mean, he still has like trademark Will Ferrell stuff that he does, but I like Will Ferrell more as a straight man. Uh, and he does that way more in this movie. Um, so, yeah, I think this is like one of the last movies that I actually find him like enjoyable and funny in. And Mark Wahlberg's right in it. So, because I, I, I've always, I feel like I've always been the minority. Where I've never thought he was really funny. I never cared for his SNL stuff. I I, I liked him in old school. Yeah. I, I think the first Anchorman is fine. Yeah. I don't have some sort of like cult love for it like everyone else does in the world apparently. Yeah. And then everything else he does, I don't care. I never cared about. What's the, what's the other one he does with Mark Wahlberg? The the uh, the Daddy's Home. Don't give a shit about that. Yeah. Don't give a shit about. Talic Dega Knights. Don't care about that. You don't like don't, no Shake and Bake? Don't care about Step Brothers. I, I don't think those movies are funny. You know, yeah. there are definitely moments in them I think are funny, but like overall, I, I remember seeing them being like, "All yeah. right, I mean, it's a movie." But to me, all Will Ferrell movies are the Step same. Step Brothers is definitely a movie where it's like there are certain highlights that everybody points to, and then the rest of the movie is kind of like, "Eh." I think, and, and even that movie to me, I only enjoyed it really more so because of of John C. Riley. Oh yeah. Um, I think he's funny, and then, like, and even to me, like, and this is so not similar at all, but in my mind they look similar, which I'm sure people would think it too. But like, mm-hmm. to me, when I think when I see John C. Riley, I immediately mm-hmm. think of, um, what's his name from Eastbound and Down, and then um, oh, um, Danny McBride. Danny I think, McBride, of, I think yeah. of Danny McBride, and they're not similar at all, but they kind of look similar, kind of. Kind and of. I, yeah. I think you know what? I'm gonna go watch a Danny McBride thing. Yeah. I think Dave McBride is so much more more funny than both those guys. Yeah. Even though even though um, John C. Riley has used to be like a serious did a lot of serious stuff. I thought before. Um, he's he's had a mix because he he goes back and forth between being in serious stuff and being in. Wasn't he uh, in fucking aliens? Comedies. Wasn't he in? No, alien? that's Danny McBride. Danny Dan McBride was an alien. What's it called? Resurrection. Alien Covenant. Covenant. Yeah. That's what it was. Yeah. The yeah. most recent one, right? Yeah. Um. John C. Rod- well, John C. Riley was in Chicago. He's in um, he's been in some other like serious stuff too, um, but he he floats back and forth between like doing serious stuff and doing like comedy stuff. Right. I I, just, I hate Will Ferrell, man. I think yeah. he's I think he's fucking annoying. I think his work <laughs> is fucking annoying. Obviously, I don't know I don't know the man, but I think his movies are really not funny. Yeah. Um, to me, this is gonna sound it's a pretentious comment, but. To me, his his comedy is so surface level bits. Yeah, like I would rather like I if I would rather watch a Mel Brooks movie, or a Rob, or, like, or like a Rob Reiner movie. Yeah, any day. Like if you told me, hey, could, would you want to watch Talladega, or watch like no, so Robin here's Hood, the real question, or like Men in Tights? I'm gonna watch Men in Tights. Or Prince so here's the real question for you then. Which is Bryce? Would, would you rather watch a Will Ferrell movie or? An Adam Sandler movie. Uh, depends on the era of Adam Sandler. What era is it? Because to me, they're both the same kind of comedian. Mm. Let's go height. 
uh, Adam Sandler. Let's go like um, like late '90s, early 2000s. Yeah, like Happy Gilmore. So that era. you're thinking you're thinking of like Happy Gilmore, Waterboy, um, yeah. Mr. Deeds. Yeah, like those that era. I think Mr. Deeds is like the decline of the Adam Sandler era, but well, those were all three in a row. I feel like weren't they? Were they? No, big. Oh, like Waterboy. Um, I can't Happy remember Gilmore. The one where he's like a child. That's Happy Gilmore. No, that's, that's no, uh, Billy, no, that's Madison. Billy, Billy Madison. Billy Madison. Yeah. And then there's also uh, Big Mr. Big Daddy. Uh, big. The Big Daddy is not him, is it? Da- oh, it Mr. is Big Daddy. Daddy. Okay. Yeah. No, Big Daddy. Yeah. Big Daddy, the wedding sitter, water boy, yeah. Those, like have, late to, those have to all be in like a span of like what, seven years? They're all in the span of well, all of the ones we just named are in the span of like five years. Because Billy Madison was ninety five and then Big Daddy was ninety nine, so So it's Billy Madison, Water Boy. Yeah. And then what was after that? Uh let's see. So we have Billy Madison. Uh well Happy Gilmore was after that. Waterboy wasn't until ninety eight. Okay. And then Big Daddy. And then uh, the wedding Mr. singer, Mr. Deeds, uh, Lil Nicky, Lil Nicky, uh, Lil Nicky was good. Let me see. Mr. Deeds was 2002. The Longest Yard. That's actually probably one of his. I think I actually really like the young, Longest like Yard. Like if you, if I had to watch, like okay, hey Jason, you're in an infinite hell, and you have to watch mm-hmm. either Talladega Nights, Forever, yeah, or fucking you know, Mr. Deeds, like Billy Madison over and over again. I picked pick Billy Madison because Billy Madison, I watched a lot as a kid. I can I can quote that quote yeah. a lot of that movie. Also, he has Steve Buscemi in his movies. Yeah, I mean that's funny. Whereas yeah. like to me, Will Ferrell just it, it, and he plays characters really well, so he he has a range. Right. But the je- I I know the movie going into it, which I I know. I think with, Will Ferrell used to play characters well, but I feel like now in most movies he's just Will Ferrell, which is not entertaining. I think I think I agree. I completely agree. Yeah. Well, what else have you been checking out? Uh, I think that was it for the most part. Uh, that's basically all I've been really playing and watching. Uh, not too much stuff going on. All right. Well, I um, I'm in a similar boat. All I have I, I started rewatch or started watching Hawaii Five O. Okay. The the reboot because I might as well because I'm up, up to date with Mag, uh, Magnum PI. Yeah. And then I caught up. Or I'm catching up with the Dresden Files okay. because the next book comes out in July, which okay. is the first book in like I think four or five years, and then the next book after that comes out in September. So I'm trying to catch up so I can catch up to the, to not be you know behind when a new book comes out. Um, it's, it's Dresden Files is super great. Um, first person detective wizard stories. I think you would really like it, Zach. It's really great. Yeah, I'm on the book called Changes, which is like the big, like universe changing book of the series. For Dresden? Yeah, for Dresden. Okay. And it's like, it's funny. I think about like how when the series first starts out, it's all small stuff. Like he's a younger wizard. He's like 25 or whatever. And, you know, he um, has small magic. He's dealing with small stuff. And where I'm at currently, he's like fighting like vampire kings, like it's like a huge. But in, but in the book, I'm on book like twelve, so it's like twelve years of time have gone by. Okay. So he's like thirty five now. So his, of course he's like he's been through some shit. You know he's a experienced wizard man. So it's great. I really I really love Dresden. Jim Bush was a really great writer. So I'm really I'm really happy to 
for that next book to come out. And then I watched two movies. Uh, one's really great. Okay. One's really bad. Ooh, that's a good dichotomy. Yeah, 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 yeah. But they're both similar movies. Okay. Uh, the first thing I watched was good, which was Demolition Man. Fuck yeah, dude! Fucking I think, Demolition Man, baby. I think it's on Hulu. So I wanted to okay. watch it. I haven't seen it in a while, and it's still great. Fucking Taco Bell, baby. It's even funnier as an adult. Like I remember, I watched it so much as a kid, and then yeah. as an adult, I watch it. I I just catch some more, much, so much more of the jokes. Yeah. Um, Taco Bell stuff's all funny, you know. All the Taco Bell stuff's funny. funny. The the radio station with the the commercial jingles. That's all funny. The cursing yeah. stuff. The Dennis. The cursing stuff's great. Yeah. Uh, Benjamin Bratt. Uh, fucking Brad? Wesley Snipes, dude. Just Wesley yeah, Snipes. The whole movie is fucking hilarious. You no, know, I didn't catch this as a kid because I didn't get it. Because when yeah. I was a kid, right, I didn't know I was Asian or or biracial. I didn't know I was an Asian American, right? I just okay. knew that I was a kid. Right. So the bit where Wesley Snipes or Phoenix goes to the museum to steal mm-hmm. the guns, yeah. and he's looking at the little map for the find out where the like the crime area is at. A mm. bunch of like Chinese kids walk by him, and he goes, "Ding dong, ding dong, ding dong, ding dong, ding dong, ding dong, ding dong." <laughs> and I, I didn't catch that as a kid. So when I'm watching it, they walk past him, and he goes, "Huh, ching dong, ding dong," and he starts laughing, and I'm like, "The fuck, dude? That's it's so, so random." But it makes me realize how good of an actor Wesley Snipes is for what he does. Yeah. Um, great movie. I mean the. Yeah. And it's such a not serious, serious movie. Yeah. Like, I didn't remember... Well, it's like, it's got such an interesting premise, and then it kind of like, I don't know, it kind of just fades away, which is kind of disappointing. Yeah, the whole idea of like, all right, well, we're going to destroy the cryo-freeze at the end of the movie, so you can't go back in jail. But also, everyone we have is probably going to be dead. So, I mean, like, really, I don't get it. Also, like, 1996 is when it takes place... The yeah. beginning takes place, which is I guess, yeah. when the movie came out. Right. Like, I don't... Excuse me, what kind of world would y'all fucking think we're living in where it's some one criminal's gonna take, you know, fucking Batman Arkham City? Yeah. You know, like, we're, we're just gonna give you the entire fucking area of Los Angeles or something. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, other way, it's fun. So I watched that. And then the movie that's bad, which I, have, I haven't seen in years as well. Okay. As, as a kid, I loved it. Or as a younger person, I yell, I love this movie. Okay. Which is the first, not the first, but uh, the pa- uh, Thomas Jane Punisher movie. Oh yeah. From I 2000- mean, I feel it. I remember there being some good parts in that. No, movie. Th- there aren't any. There aren't. There aren't any. It's terrible. Not even his fight against the Russian. I thought that was. No, that fight sucked. No. Oh. Well, Here, here's why it sucked because the atmosphere of what the Punisher is is not even there at all. There's nothing about the Punisher or Frank Castle in that movie except for him mm. wearing his skull. I mean, he looks great. Yeah. But he's an FBI agent undercover. Okay, why the fuck would that's never Frank Castle? Right. Um, he goes to the courthouse to see his old bosses, and every, he's like tells them like he's like, so why hasn't anyone been prosecuted by my family's death yet? And he just walks away. Like what the mm. fuck? Just go kill the people. Like yeah. nothing about that movie, and they, I mean, and obviously they could, they weren't gonna go super gory with the action. Which I'm right. like, I understand because four years later they do Warzone, which is like they they fucking make it gory in Warzone. Yeah. But none of the movie tonally like made sense. 
Mm. I mean, parts of it started to like get there. Like when he kills at the very end of the movie, he kills John Travolta's other son with mm-hmm. the grenade. Do you remember that scene? Doesn't he like make him hold the grenade or whatever yeah, like in so his he, mouth or something like that? Well, no. So he he, he raids the the nightclub area, mm-hmm. and after something happens, I think a bomb goes off and explodes, and it knocks over a bookshelf onto his son sitting on a desk. Mm-hmm. And he walks in, makes a comment like, you know, holding a grenade with an outstretched arm is like a super intense workout, and he, or a mine. And he ties the mine to the whatever and he puts it in his hand, and then he walks away. And mm-hmm. the kid's like, or the teenager's like, oh, or the, whatever the fuck, the son's like, oh no, help me, whatever. And it cuts to John Travolta limping in the parking lot, and then they start talking back and forth. And then Tra- Travolta says, you know... You killed my son. And you hear in the background, ah, and then <laughs> Frank says, both of them. And like, that's the only, that is yeah. the only, like, that's the Punisher, right? right. Like nothing okay. else. And then I'm pretty sure I actually had a hit B. I think it's on either Showtime or HBO. I mm-hmm. had to, I didn't finish it, finish it. Cause I got to that uh-huh. scene. And I'm pretty sure I hit B cause in my memory, he ties Travolta to a car. Yeah, and the car like explodes. goes forward and explodes. Yeah. And then I swear in my mind, I could be wrong, the explosion becomes a skull. I thought it did, didn't it? That's so fucking lame. Oh, you didn't fin- you didn't actually finish it? No, I remember that from when I was a kid. Oh, from yeah. When I was when I was rewatching I go I go, that's the ending, hit B. <laughs> I'm not gonna fucking see that, because why the fuck would the Punisher do that? Dude, that was the thing, though, back in the day, because that was Daredevil did that same shit, Dude, where he did oh, shit on the ground and the made the double D. The fire. The oh, fire double D. In the subway. Like, oh, that was what you had to do, man. You had to so make the symbol dumb. out of flames, dude. So dumb, man. I hate Even that though Daredevil so doesn't technically have a symbol, so it doesn't make any sense that he would make a double D on yeah. a gun. Well, it's on his uniform. It's on his, it's on his Is suit. he? Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's on his, like, right here. Oh, interesting. Okay. I don't know why you put that on there. There's like anyone like why the fuck do you need it? You can't even see it. I was about to say you, you don't can't even, even know. see it. You know, you know what it is. How many leather suits do you have, Matt? Yeah. Like you're blind. You mean how many leather <laughs> suits do you have to have? Um, yeah. No, a movie. A movie blows. I mean, yeah. like the all the scenes of like all the scenes of them in the fucking like apartment complex area. Yeah, are so irrelevant. Yeah. It's so pointless. Like with his like pseudo love interest and the weird neighbors and shit. What yeah. the fuck? Like the soup guy. Yeah. The gaming guy with the fucking piercings and like it just it didn't make any sense to me. Like it should have they really got it right with the um Netflix stuff. The Netflix yeah. stuff is like cuz I, I went back and I was rewatching it's not on my list cuz I didn't finish it. I just started rewatching clips like skimming through mm-hmm. the Netflix 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 series. Like, the first fight in the first episode of season two. Did you ever watch The Punisher Show? I still haven't watched it yet. I still need to okay. watch it. Because I haven't watched any Netflix shows since season two of Daredevil. So, The Punisher two seasons is worth watching. Okay. It's absolutely worth watching. But yeah. just, like, the fight scenes alone. I mean, season one can kind of get bogged down a little bit with the Jigsaw stuff. Which is, like, the, mm-hmm. the main story. And then season two, I think, gets bogged down with the Jigsaw stuff, too. Which is becomes halfway kind of like the major story, but there's a the first fight scene in the first episode of season two, where they're in a bathroom and it's like such a good fight. And then 
there's a fight scene where there or there's a uh, a gunfight when they're in a police station like episode like two or three like it's really good Frank Castle like done really well and not in the sense of like like when Garth Ennis writes Frank Castle he writes him like oh fucking I'm just a guy who kills people whatever like right. this Frank Castle's like I'm subdued I will kill you because you're a bad guy right like like in season two where he's talking to, to Matt he's like you're a half measure all kind of shit like I think that what's his name plays that character so well and they would be really dumb not to you know fucking bring him back yeah for for a disney plus show or something because that that's the best punisher that i was seen. like it was like between that and it was like people really like i don't know i don't know why they wouldn't bring anything of because people really like all those characters and i think even the second season of iron fist i think a lot of people warmed up to the guy who was doing iron fist but like people really like the guy who's doing luke cage everybody loved matt oh, yeah. uh what was it? Matt Cox? What the fuck was his name? The guy who played Daredevil. I can't remember his name. Um, I want to say Matthew Murdoch, mm, but that's not... Charlie, Charlie Cox? Charlie Cox. That's what it Charlie is. Charlie Cox, maybe? Charlie Cox, the guy who played Daredevil. Like, everybody really loves, like, the casting of those characters in the Netflix show. Like, I don't know why you wouldn't bring them back. I mean, I, I like all of them except for the girl who plays the, the, the lawyer, paralegal. I hate yeah, that character. Yeah, well, I don't like that they, like, sh- I hate that they, because even in Daredevil they were doing it, but I hate that they, like, shove her into the yeah, Punisher story. Yeah, I don't, I don't give a shit. I don't yeah. give a shit about her character. That was pointless. I think she's dumb. I think all, all I need is either, all I need is Foggy and Matt. That's all I need. Yeah. Um, and he, I didn't finish the first season of Luke Cage, but I, I watched half of it, and I liked it for what it was. That actor yeah. is in a show on CBS called is Evil. He? Okay. Uh, I've been watching that, like, sporadically okay. and it's really good it's a supernatural like horror slash procedural show it's like really cool um but i mean they really be missing out if they didn't cast um whatever the fuck his name is from punisher i don't know his name john bernthal john bernthal yeah oh. they'd be really dumb at the cast him again as punisher because he's he's really really good his intensity yeah. is like so good now we're talking about a, the russian fight scene there's a russian fight scene in season two where they're in a russian gym and oh bro i think i saw clips of that where he like yeah because i mean he's like using the weight equipment and he, shit he killed like, this big guy of a fucking like weight and it's so fucking intense it's yeah. the close and there's nothing else there are only a couple things that make violent action like that it's like mm-hmm. bunisher did it the guy who made you no know, bone bone saw or not bone saw uh Tomahawk, Bonehawk, or whatever. Oh, the guy, uh, Bone Tomahawk? Yeah, the guy who made Drives Across Concrete, that guy. The guy with yeah. Vince Vaughn stuff. That guy, and then, like, you know, whenever... I would say, um, fucking The Raid. What the fuck? Yeah, Gareth Evans. Gareth Evans, yeah. Gareth Evans, and whenever fucking, um, Drive Guy... Yeah. Whenever he's uh-huh. actually making something good, because I, I never finished the cop thing on amazon i never started it yet um yeah his miles teller show yeah, I, I i will finish it maybe ever but like yeah when he's doing in it's bad because to me he's had one good movie that's drive yeah I mean, his other stuff is fine but like drive is like um, his best thing yeah i would agree with that his yeah. neon demon sucked only god forgives i didn't like it all and i thought that um only God Forgives was boring, which is unfortunate because I really like Muay Thai. But I think I've said that before, but... I, I, but there's no, nothing else really that does extreme, brutal action until, like, Extraction. Like, Extraction was pretty brutal. 
Um, yeah. But not in the same sense as, like, you know, fucking The Raid or something, but, so. I don't yeah. know. Uh, the Punisher movie, I think, is really was really bad, and uh, that's why you re- received really bad reviews when it came out. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, that's all I got. So we can go ahead and move all into right. the news segment of the show. Better alive, you are coming with me. We do not train to be merciful here. Mercy is for the weak. Here, on the street, in competition. A man confronts you, he's the enemy. An enemy deserves no mercy. What is the problem, Mr. Lawrence? Yes. Uh, Zach, what do you want to talk about first this week Look, in news? we have to talk about the fact that the prophecy was fulfilled. Uh-huh. Uh, you are a soothsayer. You did predict it. I yeah. was skeptical, but you were mm-hmm. correct. Mm-hmm. Because uh, Joe Russo is writing Extraction 2, and yep. it is in pre-production. I believe. Yep. Or he's at least writing it. One of the two. Well, it was it. It wasn't a hard call to make because it's it wasn't hard obvious. either. But I really just didn't think that they would. I mean, I I don't know why I didn't think it, but I didn't think that they would pull the trigger. But they did. Like if the movie came out like it was polar, I'd be like, yeah. okay, yeah, no, maybe no sequel. But it was not polar. It was like, which stinks because bi- polar was a fun fucking movie. Yeah, polar was a fun movie, but th- not like this. Right. This was, yeah. like, this was a fucking movie. Yeah. You know, this is to me, and I'll say this right now on the record, right now for sure. Tell me. Even though the Russo brothers wrote this movie and didn't direct it, yeah, this dude directed the shit out of this movie way better than like Winter Soldier. Mm, I think okay. absolutely. Now, yeah. also, it could have been because the parameters of Winter Soldier did not would not allow them to make you know, right? Fucking you know. Vibranium shields like going through people's bodies, you no know, or whatever. But like, yeah, I don't see that being a thing you know, where Captain America like stabs a guy with yeah. a ring. I don't see that. being Even a thing. though in reality, that him throwing that shield so fucking hard, we're like indent- he's definitely taking somebody's head off for sure. Well, yeah. He's doing that. He's indenting people's like chest cavities. You know, what I mean, yeah. Like, I mean, um, but yeah, it would be dumb if they have a sequel to this movie, man. Yeah, it was so fucking good. Yeah, I mean it was excellent. I mean I'm totally happy that they were that they're doing one because I'm I'm down to see Chris Hemsworth back and doing yeah. more fucking action shit like this because this is like the best role he's ever had. So I, I'm I done so for. Too. I just didn't think they would actually pull the trigger, but I had little faith. So well, that's why. Remember, money always talks. Money always talks. That's money correct. talks, and if people if that many people watch it, they're gonna make another one. So You're let's right talk about Star Wars. Tell me about it. Taika Waititi is going to direct another uh, a new Star Wars movie for yes. movie theaters. He's co-writing it with the guy who also helped write 1917. Or I person, mean, that's cool. Person, I don't know, Christy Wilson. I don't know who this person is. I guess I guess girl, lady. Interesting. Um, I. How's that? How do you feel about him directing Star Wars? How do you feel about him in general? I mean. I'm fine with it. I mean, honestly, uh, his episode of The Mandalorian was jarring because um, he had such a different tone compared to the previous seven episodes that were in that series. But this will be a movie, and it'll be all his vision. And, uh, I mean, according to this, it's not part of a series, so it'll be a standalone whatever it is until it probably makes a fuck ton of money, like it probably will, because everything he touches at this point makes money. Um, But... I mean, I'm fine with it. Um, I mean, Thor Ragnarok showed that, like, he can do space action adventure and can do it really, really well. 
And, I mean, Space Thor Ragnarok was basically like a fucking superhero movie with Star Wars, which was pretty rad. So I'm down to see what he does with an actual Star Wars movie. I'm interested to see if he'll actually put Jedi's or if he'll do something different. I'd it'd be interested to see him do something different that wasn't just like Jedi's and shit. I mean, I love Jedi's to death, but like, I don't know. I'm I'm cautiously optimistic about it. I think that I'm very indifferent. Because Hollywood does this thing, and if you listen to the course of the podcast of the last five or six years that we've been doing the podcast, yeah, Hollywood gets their like a little hard on for somebody. Oh yeah, no, and, and they just give that person everything, you know. And well, that was J.J. Abrams was getting fucking Star Wars yeah. after Star Trek. Yeah, you know, and I'm fine with this guy doing. I think he's a, he's a good director. Yeah. Um. I don't know what he, what the Star Wars is going to be like if they go for a serious tone. Because to me, I always want Star Wars to be serious more so than I don't comedy. Think, I think that him as a person, I don't. I think you should already take that expectation out of your mind because I think oh, don't. I, I, that's exactly my negative point about you know. Yeah, because whatever he does, he always injects comedy into it somehow. So. Like to me, the parts about Thor Ragnarok I liked the most weren't the comedy bits; it was the serious bits. Okay. Um, and he directed those those moments well, so I would yeah. like I would prefer that to be Star Wars. I don't want right. Star because even with, even with the fucking sequel trilogy, it was a Marvel movie in the in right. the formula, you know, yeah. some serious bits here, serious in quotation marks, bunch of stupid jokes, all those kind of shit. space with random jokes that don't really fit the rest of the tone. Yeah, like I, I don't recall, and this is maybe me being an old Star Wars fan, being like. I don't ever recall Luke like having a one-liner and then pausing for a laugh break. Yeah, like it just wasn't there. I mean, there were funny bits there, I guess, but like there weren't really any. I can't think yeah. of any. So, and the guy is inherently—he's a comedian first before he's a director. So, right. I, I'm fully expecting bits to be there. I'm fine with that. I just would like it to be also. I don't know. Star Wars to me is effectively better when it's serious. Yeah. I think he's good at mixing. I I think he's shown well. I know I don't know. I can't really say this because I haven't watched the movie yet. But I know a lot of people like it. But I think, I mean, I think a great example of him being able to mix the serious and the comedy and still make both work within their own rights would be Jojo Rabbit. And so I think he's he's shown that he has the ability to you know make make something that has a serious tone and a serious message, but still able to inject comedy within that. So. Yeah, I don't know. I, I I have to see what I see. I have to see the trailer for it. You know. Yeah. It also depends on the story. If it's if it's a Jedi story, to me, it has to be serious. If it's yeah. gonna be a bounty hunter story, I can have humor in it. You know. If it's gonna be like an alien bit, I'm okay. I can find comedy in it. But if it's like a Jedi story, I want Jedi's to be serious because to me, Jedi's inherently are serious. Yeah. Because I mean, like you're a monk. Yeah. Or you at least you were before, you know. Fucking all, all of your brethren got fucking decimated. JJ Abrams ruined the idea of what Jedi's oh, yeah. were. I mean, that's true. Um, what is next? Oh, let's see. We got a lot of stuff. This is actually the story that I saw that interested me, just because I didn't think we'd ever get a story like this, which is the fact that apparently Bright Two is happening with uh, yeah. the Hulk director uh, possibly attached. I believe he's also attached to possibly write it, or somebody else is writing it, but um, I didn't ever think we'd ever hear anything about this. Now, I liked 
Bright 2 overall. Um, I mean, it definitely had flaws at certain points, and I know a lot of people hate this movie. Um, but uh, overall, I had a fun time with it. I'd be interested to go back to that world, but um, it's definitely not something I thought we would hear anything from after. I mean, the bright, the first bright came out in like what, like 2017. So I, I think don't feel like it's just been a while. I liked Bright a lot in the sense of concept. Yes, but I also liked high, I liked high fantasy in an urban setting. Well, sure. I. There's a there's a term for that called urban fantasy, and I oh, fucking well, I love it. I love urban fantasy. That's all. That's literally all Dresden is. Dresden Files is all urban fantasy. I love Hellblazer. I yeah. love Hellboy. I love Felix Caster. All these urban fantasy series, and they yeah. took. I think the concept of Bright is so cool, of yeah. having like the worlds being merged, and then mm-hmm. like, you know, fucking regular ass cops integrated with these other things. I like that a lot. I would like to yeah. see more of the other races, more of other stuff. Yeah. You can, you can do so much with that concept. It just was kind of poorly executed, you know, and the aftermath yeah. was, 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 it's fine. I think there, I think the, I think the biggest takeaway that I take from it is that, um, especially from the world building aspect is that it's just like super shallow yeah, I mean, yeah. really, all you get from it is like humans and orcs. That's really the main thing. You get and a little elves. bit. With, you get a yeah. little bit with the elves with the police yeah. thing, but it's really just like the one elf. Other than that, you get like a mention that they live in like the rich district, but you don't really like see that really for the most part. I mean, you well, get, I mean, like, you, they, they're the magic yeah. people. So like the, all the magic yeah. stuffs about the elves, and they they set up so many things that could be really cool. Yeah, and more so like even in a show. Yeah, like, I would rather have a show. We can expand I would be I would that. be way more interested in that as like yeah like a long form storytelling yeah thing. yeah because you could do so much with the idea of like you know a regular beat cop like working patrol yeah you know having to you know not even all not even the ramifications of like the racial themes there like right that's an extra thing you can write up but just right. the idea of like I'm a regular human ass cop with a regular ass gun having to yeah. police fucking orcs. Yeah, or ogres or whatever they are. Like that's like a cool concept. Like, they they would have to be other weaponry, like the other things. I mean, that that would be cool, or yeah. even like a flash forward, like you know, ten twenty years where like now the police department is fully integrated. Right. And you have elf cop, elf cops, and you have dwarf cops, and you have, mm-hmm. and then it becomes like Shadowrun, pretty much. Yeah. You know? I, I'm I, interested that, in that. It, that to me is the that to me is like the coolest part of it. Yeah, um, I agree. So I'm down for another movie. Just we'll just see how it, you know. Yeah, and <laughs> turns uh, I mean, it's I don't know. I mean, the last the guy who's directing it doesn't give me a lot of faith for it because he's kind of like hit or miss. I mean, he did the yeah. Incredible Hulk, which was like not a good movie. I've um, never seen it. It's uh, it's not good. Uh, it's definitely not good because that's the one that's got Eric Bana in it, I believe. Oh, uh, what's uh, the one? What's the one with uh, Edward Norton called? That's um, or sorry, the one with Ed Norton is called Incredible Hulk. That one was just called Hulk. Okay, so the one that um, the one that Eric Bana is in is called Hulk. Yes, and then the Incredible Hulk was the one that has Edward Norton in it. So this guy uh, and this guy made Incredible Hulk. No, this guy made Hulk. This guy made. Hulk. No wait, 
Hold on a second. Now, I think on. I think this guy is the one who made Incredible Hulk. Is it? I think so. Oh, it is. I'm well. Actually, fuck that. I like the Incredible Hulk. I actually think it's a really solid movie. Ang Lee. I got my Hulk ones. Yeah, Ang Lee directed the the Eric Banner one. Okay. Um, I remember. I've never seen the Incredible Hulk. I mean, it's all, fine. The only scene I know from it is and I have no context for it. It's they're in some sort of field and they like shoot Eric. They shoot Edward Norton or something. Oh yeah. And then his girlfriend's like crying. Yeah. That's that. That's all I know. I have no idea what the fuck happens. What the point of that scene like is. Thirty seconds. The, the 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 whole point, if I'm remembering the scene correctly, is they catch up to Eric or they catch up to Edward Norton. Uh, they try to capture him. Uh, Thunderbolt does his thing where he just is like, we're going to capture him by shooting him a bunch of fucking times. And I'm like, you haven't learned your fucking lesson because that doesn't fucking work. Do you think uh, that, do you think the MCU lost out not having him be, continue his role? I think so. I mean, I like Mark Ruffalo in it, but I think having someone like Edward Norton in the role, I don't know why you wouldn't have tried Cause to. Let's, Cause let's be honest here, Zach. Let's be completely honest. Oh, Edward Norton is a better actor than oh, Mark Ruffalo. Well, yeah, for sure. But like, like, well, I think Mark Ruffalo has a better, like, l- traditional look to him. T- he's taller. He's more physically fit looking guy. On a pure, like, acting level, yeah. I fully believe Edward Norton to be a fucking gamma yeah. radiation scientist infinitely more. Yeah. And, like, the way he pronounced... Like, I-, I was rewatching American History X a few weeks ago. Uh-huh. Like, the way that this dude can, like, fucking talk... Yeah, it's like enunciate. Like to me, like it would that it would have been such a better fit. Not that, not saying Mark Ruffalo's bad, obviously because he's not. But right. like, let's be honest. Like we missed we missed something really great. Yeah, I, whatever, I agree. What, whatever that reasoning is, not to have him continue that role because that's officially that's part of the MCU. Yeah. To not so that that story counts, right? It does. I mean, it's part of Phase One. It's. I mean, if you put in the box sets, like so the Incredible Hulk so is in that box set. I never never even thought about this. So we're acting as though. Mark we're Ruff- acting as though Edward Norton transformed into Mark well, Ruffalo somehow. Well, like not even that, but like so we're so we're thinking that you know in Avengers the first one yeah. when they're they're gathering him in yeah. like in China, and um, he's talking about what he, what happened. Are they referencing like stuff that happened in that first in that movie, or they're just referencing so. they're just referencing stuff the Hulk did? I think they're just referencing stuff the Hulk did in general because even. Because I've watched the Avengers a couple of times, I don't remember specifically anything that he mentions. Because he also does the thing where he doesn't mention anything specific. He just says that, like, when I get angry, I hurt people. Which is like, yeah, you're the fucking Hulk. Of course, people are going to get fucking hurt. Well, and in, the, in the beginning, when when they're there and Widow is trying to get him to come with her, and he's like, it's just you and me. And he's like, you don't have a team outside because of what happened in so and so place, you know. So I'm assuming there was some point where he went crazy and destroyed a town. Or something. Mm. I think that's just an allusion to something that happened outside the movies, because that definitely oh, that didn't there's happen. no there's no there's no thing similar to that in the Incredible Hulk. Okay. Yeah, they they really missed out on on that. Yeah. Uh, for um. I would agree with that. Hundred percent. Yeah. Um, Nicholas Cage. Ho. Going boy. to play Joe Exotic in a scripted uh show from um. I think CBS is making it. I'm not sure if it's going to be on TV or not, but um, I don't know how I feel about this. In what sense? I mean, 
Look, I love Nick Cage. You know, we both love Nick Cage. Mm-hmm. He's our boy. I appreciate and love whatever he fucking does. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if I need like a scripted television show of Tiger King. Especially because we already had a docuseries that like literally everybody's watching. So at this point, I think it's I'm going to be watching the same thing again. It's this doesn't make any sense. To me, to me. To me it's too yeah. If it was like, like the reason, one of the reasons why OJ was so good is because it happened 30 years ago. Yeah, a lot of people you know? don't. And a lot of people who watch it don't even know like the whole story of OJ. Also because like the crime is infinitely more interesting. To me, yeah. the crime of Tiger King isn't that... Like we said it before, we talked about it. To it's me, not it's, super compelling. It's not. And most yeah, of the compelling yeah. stuff is the stuff that surrounds the actual crime, not the crime it's, itself. Exactly. Even the idea of him hiring a hitman or trying yeah. to do it himself or whatever, none of that's compelling. The ending is kind of anticlimactic. Like, like even him yeah. going to jail for that, I'm like, all right. Well, I think I mentioned before to you on the podcast actually that like, if we're gonna go to do, if we're gonna make a show about or docu series about someone hiring a hitman that killed their wife, they should have did it on the lead singer of Azalea Dying, where mm-hmm. he actually went to jail to go for, for hiring him and to kill his wife. Like, the whole idea of having the tigers is honestly irrelevant to the idea. Like, it's obviously connected to why he wants to kill Carol Baskin. Yeah. But it's not, like, 100% why. Like, he's just, it's just part of the motivating factors. And yeah. like... I love Nick Cage, and I think that maybe, maybe I mean, I have, I have a copy of Mandy right on my desk right here. Yeah, great fucking like, movie. I really feel like they should pick a better crime. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like he's he's a way better actor, and he could do way more interesting stuff. Not that he couldn't like fucking pull off Joe Exotic. Of course oh, he could. He, he would crush it. But he's gonna crush it. But I just think that there's better stuff that he could be doing and like making and spending his time on than. Then he should be a Joe Exotic. Manson. Dude, holy fuck, that'd be sick. I would see that or um because I was recently listening to um the last podcast on the left, I re-listened to their Jonestown series. Him as Jim Jones? Holy oh, fuck. Yeah, that would be good. What a fucking master that'd, that'd be really good series that would fucking be. If he that'd played really Jim good. Jones, holy fuck. Yeah, that would be really good. Plus you never have to see his eyes. Never. He'd be wearing sunglasses. Well, you'd well, it was a TV show. It'd be like halfway through the season, he'd put the sunglasses on. Once he started really getting into the drugs, then he'd put the sunglasses on. I would. I I think here's how that show would go, though. They would start out. The first shot of the show is all the dead bodies. Obviously, of course. And then it would cut back, like you know, fifteen years. They gotta do the. They gotta do the the future, and then slide back to the past, and then go through the slide back to the past where he's like learning. He's like. In a black church, like learning how yeah. to like, know all that kind of shit. Yeah. 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 Oh yeah. Um, over at NBC, they have their upcoming um, tell me streaming service called Peacock. Yes. And they're going to reboot for the third time Battlestar Galactica. I still haven't watched the last reboot of Battlestar Galactica. So the last Battlestar Galactica series is really but that hard. was sci-fi, wasn't it? Yeah, sci-fi. Yeah. Two thousand four. It's yeah. it's really good. It's like it's really good. Yeah. Um. It's really complex. It's really deep, mm-hmm. and there's a lot of really great surprises. A lot of characters in that show that you find out are Cylons, and you you would never have expected them to be Cylons. Because in that show, it's like Cylons. 
Cylons are the robots, but they can also like they're like Terminators where they, they can they, like they, yeah they made a whole new organic level of Cylon where you they they think they're okay. human they have memories okay. and they're people and all this kind of shit and I remember spoiler alert ooh tell me one of the main characters turns out to be a Cylon right <gasps> oh my like, god from the first episode I'm watching this show you find out she's a Cylon and actually I didn't find out from the show. My dad loves this reboot, right? He's seen, okay. he watched it live. So he, he came home one day when I was still, still living at home and I was watching it after work or something like that in the, in the living room. He goes, oh, you, you bought a box? Yeah, I bought the box set for Battlestar Galactica. He's watching He goes, oh, man, she's a Cylon. And I was like, <laughs> Dad, I'm on season one, right? Like, like season oh, one man, finale. Oh, man, she's a Cylon, dude. And I was like, are you fucking kidding me, bro? She's a Cylon? He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah sorry. And then yeah, he, walk, oh yeah. and he walks away, and I was like, "Oh, oh man!" Yeah. So oh, the definitely. whole, the rest until until I found out she's a Cylon, I'm like, "Fuck you!" Everything you say, you bitch, you fucking liar. <laughs> you know, um, I won't watch this at all. Mm. I won't watch okay. it, just like I won't watch Star Trek. Mm, let's move Fair to enough. let's move to this. Speaking of franchises, okay, um, over at Disney. Tell me. Potential, it's been up and down, potential slash happening. I've seen both reports. Let's just say potentially that Karen Gillan will play the new lead of Pirates of the Caribbean. Caribbean. I think it's dumb. It's funny, you, stupid. You, you, you think it's dumb? Yeah. Is she going to be Jack Sparrow? Is she oh, going to be Jill Sparrow? She's probably going to be the red-headed fucking thing. Who's it? Fucking Pirate Ann or whatever the fuck her name was? In the ride, there's a red-headed pirate. She's probably going to play that character. Eh. I don't care. Do you like I also just don't care about Pirates of the Caribbean anymore. I like the first three movies, but, like, I watched the fourth one, and I remember being bored as fuck, and then I never watched Dead Men Tell No Tales. I have never seen any Pirates of the Caribbean movie. The first one is actually a very solid action-adventure film. Um, the second one is a little more tedious, and then the third one's just a great. It's just a great. It 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 goes through the same. Actually, it's a very fair comparison. I just thought of this is that um, except that the first one is good, um, but I think it goes through the same route as the the Hobbit films do, uh-huh. except that the first pirate, except for the first pirate, pir- pirates is very good, and the first Hobbit is like not that very good. Um, but the second film is like. All right, but like not as good as the first one. Right. And then the third film is just like an all out, like basically like fucking like war battle on the high seas, which I fucking love. I thought that shit was rad as fuck. Wait, so hold on. And you get a giant kraken squid in, in the third one, which is great. Hold on. So I haven't seen any of them. I've seen parts of mm. one. Okay. Um, I, I, I have a really big t- hatred for Jack Sparrow as a character. Um, Jack Sparrow. Just- it did define Johnny Depp's career for a long Yeah, time. and Jack Sparrow yeah. as a character, to me, is right up there with Heath Ledger Joker. In the mm-hmm. sense of, like, the character themselves I'm probably actually okay with. Yeah. It's all the fucking cosplayers yeah. and fans who ruined that for me. Like, right. for a long time when I went to anime conventions, I always saw one of both of those characters. Like, I always saw Jack Sparrow, and I always mm-hmm. saw Heath Ledger Joker. And they were always so fucking annoying. Yeah. Because nothing's more obnoxious than someone trying to be that kind of whimsically kind of character. 
Yeah. Also, also this Johnny Tom. Depp really ruined Willy Wonka. Just, just the, the, he put, did. He yeah. completely destroyed Willy Wonka. Yeah. That his character sucked. Um, That's a bad interpretation of the character. Yeah, and I really th- I like the idea of Pirates of the Caribbean, so I had no problem with Karen Gillan. I think Karen Gillan's great. Yeah. Um, I don't I mean, know. I'm just I'm at the point where it's just like. It's just all this shit. I'm sick of like remaking stuff that like hasn't even been like it hasn't even been that long since like the last one fucking came out. Cause like the one the last woman Jack Sparrow came out like I swear Deadman Tales came out like a year or two ago. No way. Deadman I swear to God it's like that shit five came out, years like, ago, I feel like. I swear it came out early later than that. I swear it came out in like 2016, 2017. Alright, let's pull it up. Hold on. Deadman, 2017. 2017. I told you. It's not even been that fucking long. What movie? I don't even know what movie this is. This is the one that's got uh, fucking um, uh, Benicio Del Toro in it. He plays the main bad guy. There was six years between this one and the last one? Yeah, and the last one was not that good. Because uh, that was the one where they had, like, mermaids in it, and it was, like, it was not good. Which one has the, has the bit where he's running on top of a giant wheel? Um, is, that, is, that the, is that Stranger Tides? On Giant I think that's the first one. I can't remember now. It's been so long since I've watched a Pirates of the Caribbean movie. Um, well, the first one... The third one has the meme where he talks about how he's got a jar of dirt. Because um, he has Davy Jones' heart and some shit some weird shit was like davy jones's curse and so he had his heart and jarred dirt and something like that can we just hold on can we just let's just real quick zach tell me oh my god let's real quick the first movie came out in 2003 yes just fucking think back to 2003 i can't i was too young that was like when i was in like second or third grade so fucking long ago dude yeah. That's literally 17 years ago. It's so it's too long. Right? Yeah, so, so I was like, yeah, so I was like 10 years old when that fucking came out. Yeah, I was 17 years ago. Yeah, I was 10. Yeah. Right? Is that ma- I'm 27 now. Is that right math right? I Oh, um, so I was 9 then. Yeah. How the fuck Hold on. Keira Knightley is 35 now. Hey Siri. She has to have been What's like. What's 35 20... minus 17? Hmm. 18. Wait, she was 18? That's what that math is. that math wrong? Hold on. Kira Knightley? She says she's 35 right now. Is she really 35? That's what Wikipedia wow. says. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay, so she, was, she was like what? She 15? looked older than 18. So she was like 15 movie. in Star Wars? Yeah, she had to have been. Because that, that was like what? 99, 98. For um, episode one. Fuck, dude. Because she would have had to have been. Nally Portman's like Nally Portman. She would have had to have been like fifteen or fourteen. That makes sense because Nally Portman's thirty-eight. Nally Portman was like sixteen or seventeen when she was filming it. That makes sense. Okay. Um, that's Here, crazy. I was in Star. Damn, that shit always kills me that she was in Star Wars. Yeah, she plays fucking imposter Amidala. Yeah. Shit. She plays the queen. Wow. That's so weird because I just don't think she does. She doesn't look yeah, like because Natalie Portman's up to the side being the handmaiden. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't know. That was the big switcheroonie. 
That was, the big, that was the big, like, oh, Viceroy, I'm the queen. That was you the know? big gotcha of the movie. That was the big gotcha of the movie. Yeah. That and then trade politics. Ugh. Um, National Treasure, speaking of Nicolas Cage. Oh, my God. Is a TV series coming to Disney+, Plus as well as they're working on the third movie. I want it. I still I haven't seen National Treasure 2. But I re- really like the first one. National Treasure 2, I can't believe you haven't watched it. I actually like it a lot. That has uh, Ed Harris in it, though. Uh, he plays, like, okay. the bad guy in it. Um, Ed Harris is great in it. Um, well, I really like the first one a lot. I like, to me, the character of... What's his name? What's something uh, Gates. Um, Benjamin Gates. I think that character is such... Obviously, obviously, obviously. It's indie, right? But he's also right. not. He's not indie. He's like Indiana he's... Jones. Indiana Jones was like disrespected for his whole life. Yeah. Like I, I like the idea that his whole his whole family's life for like sixty or years or whatever long it's been because his, his dad was the was the problem, right? Or was it the grandpa? Mm-hmm. The grandpa was the problem. Um, I think it was a like great grandfather or something like, like that. Because the in... second one talks about the fact that like this shit's been going on since like. I think it's his grandpa, though, right? Because, like, his dad didn't want to do anything with it. Mm. So John right. didn't want it. So the well, grandpa his dad, was the... Well, his dad was part of it. Because his dad was part of it, and then his dad gave it up. Okay, so I'm assuming grandpa started it, right? I think it was before grandpa. Okay, so the idea that, like, you're... They Maybe all... it wasn't. I don't know. Well, it's like, the idea that they all go to school, they all yeah. become, like, respected historians or whatever, mm-hmm. but, like, in terms of, like, they graduate. Yeah. Or whatever they do, they all become known for being like conspiracy theorist historians. Like that to me, like yeah. is such anti Indiana Jones, where everyone like right. respects Indiana Jones, they respect his dad, and for the Gates family, they're like, no fuck you. Yeah. He, well, that's the whole part of the second movie is that like everybody's like, fuck you, you're a fucking liar, yeah. and your great grandfather killed the fucking Abraham Lincoln. So. And honestly, I didn't know that. Honestly. Yeah, it's all about the assassination of Abraham Lincoln. I think that, like... And Eldorado. This this might be blasphemy. To not have Nick Cage in it, no, for sure. Yeah. Well, they're going to have him in the third movie, but not the show, I don't think. Um, oh, yeah, but, I forgot they're doing a third movie, yeah, too. Yeah, they're, they're doing a third movie. Um, the show apparently is going to be focused on a younger cast, which I'm fine with. Yeah. Um, but I'm not... Eh. I'm, no, I want the movie to have him. I don't want him to be in I the show. I want the movie to have him, but I don't know what the younger... It's first gonna, of all, I don't be... know what the younger cast would do because the whole point of the first movie is that like his whole life has been obsessing about leading up to fucking National Treasure. So unless you're going to create the first movie in the fucking show, he, then he like, has kids. That, that show's going to have no... He's going to have kids no in the third context. movie with that lady, and then... Uh... Or it's going to be him young. Like, if River Phoenix lived... I would have loved to have, you know, young Indiana Jones with him in it. Versus mm-hmm. whatever they did for young Indiana Jones. And I'm not sure who played him in that TV show. I can't remember. Hold on. Young Indiana Jones. Wasn't that a TV show or a cartoon or something? I feel like it was a cartoon. It was a show. Yeah. Oh, okay. It was a show. Um, took place in Wilmington, North Carolina. Ooh. Stars Sean Patrick Flannery. Why do I know him? Uh, that name oh, sounds the, familiar. It's the fucking guy from Boondock Saints. Oh, the one that wasn't Edward Norton? 
Edward Norton? Wait. What are you talking about, bro? Reedus. Norman Reedus. Yeah, Jesus Norman Christ. Reedus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My brain is mush, dude. I have to think of too many actors' names at the same time. Dude. Get they... Edward Norton confused with Nick Cage, confused with Norman Reedus, confused with Eric Bana. Yeah, they, 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 I should watch the show. I've never seen the show. Interesting. The Adventures of Young Indiana Jones and or Young Indiana Jones Chronicles. Hmm. Um, Is that like a, wasn't there like a Young James Bond show too? There's a cartoon. Okay. There's also like, hold on, I forgot what's, there's a book series too, Young James Bond. Um, Young Bond is a book series. There's a... I read one of the Young Bond books when I was a kid. Did you ever, not have been. Did you ever watch uh, Sherlock Holmes in the 22nd Century when you were a kid? No, I never watched you that. You never did? Okay, do you know what the concept is? I assume Sherlock Holmes is in the future. Yeah, he's in the future. And then I think Watson has like a robotic arm. Like or, fucking Furiosa from fucking Mad Max? Like that. Yeah, something like that. Uh, I, I remember watching it as a kid being like, dude, this shit looks so anime. It looks so intense. I'm going to send you here. Let me send you this picture. Yeah, let me see. Let me see this Sherlock in the future. Let me just send you the Google image search link, and then you can just look at the actual, like, scroll through the okay. thingies. Here. Let me see. Sherlock in the 22nd century. Dude, this looks like a WB show as dude, fuck. Right, Holy right. God damn. Yo, I dig it. Oh, he's got like a power suit. Fuck yeah. Real quick, Zach. Last question. I Spe- love that he's still wearing a fucking bowler hat in his yeah, goddamn right. power suit. Um, speaking of um, like uh, National Treasure and then like Indiana Jones and shit like that, mm-hmm. how much, if any, did you watch of Liberty's Kids? I don't even. I don't even recognize don't that even, name. You don't even know what Livia's kids is. Okay, bro. Oh, no, I don't even recognize that name. That's such a sadness, brother. Oh, uh, I'm sending you the Wikipedia link right now to Liberty's I'm already kids. disappointed. I didn't watch this 22nd century Sherlock because this shit looks fucking dope. Oh, uh, I don't know. Liberty's so kids. fucking what? Sylvester Stallone was Paul Revere. Holy shit! Liberty's kids. Dick ben Stiller as Thomas Jefferson. What? CW and MyTV. This was like... Walter Cronkite? Essentially, the show like told stories of like the American Special Revolution. Stuff. Billy Crystal? Damn, that's some fucking... Arnold Schwarzenegger? Oh my god, this, this show the cast. was my jam in 2002-2003. Damn, son. I love this show, man. Fucking Liam Neeson? You got fucking like between, everybody in this fucking Between show. Liberty's Kids and fucking, uh, what was that Magic Treehouse bullshit? Dude, I fucking love the Magic Treehouse yeah, book series. My Holy damn, bro. Fuck. Loved Magic Treehouse. Those were my jams. Way better than the kid. Boxcar Children. Fuck that shit. I know, what the fuck's the Boxcar Children? It was like the same type of thing where it was like a detect. There, the whole Boxcar Children was like a. Uh, it was like a kid's book where it was like a, a mystery series where the kid mm. – it was just a group of kids that solved mysteries. And then I don't remember why they were called the boxcar kids. I think it was because like they had a hideout in the boxcar or maybe like one of them lived in a boxcar or something like Did that. Did you – let me ask you a question, Zach, speaking of book shit. Yeah. Did you ever read Circuit de Freak? 
I did. That movie was garbage, though. But did you ever? You read the books? I read the first three books, I think. Bro, we gotta read this. We gotta read this again for the show, because <laughs> I remember. I the, don't think that writing will hold up. As a kid, like in middle school, high school, whatever, when the books came out, reading those books, dude, I was so fucking hyped. Dude, I was this that those books were pretty fucking dope. They got scary really too, man. Yeah, I do remember. I remember like in towards the end, like God was, damn, like, there's a lot more than I fucking remember. Of I got a picture freak. that shows like there's like over over twelve books. I read a lot of them. I think I read all. Yeah, of them, I actually. read. I don't think I read all of them, but I read. I think I read at least like the first five or six. I remember when, um, oops, when I was reading them, I got to a part in the series where, like, he becomes, like, a vampire prince or something. And mm-hmm. I was like, dude, this is fucking rad. I wanted to be a vampire so bad. I was like, dude, this is fucking sick, dude. That's probably why. The only I was... thing I remember not liking as much is that I think when they get into the later books, they start focus. They stop focusing on, like, all the other characters in the freak show as much, which I found disappointing. Oh, they leave. They leave that shit. Yeah, but which towards, is disappointing. Towards the end of the series, so spoiler yeah. alert. Towards the end of the series, you know, he's a he's a vampire, right? So right. He's, he's aging real slow, right? Mm-hmm. So he goes back home and he ends up meeting his friend again. Mm-hmm. Remember his friend from the first book? I do. Doesn't he end up becoming a vampire hunter? He's a vampire hunter and he's older. And he's like he's like he's fuck you. You took my you took what's for me or whatever. Yeah. I should have been the vampire. And, like, whatever the main character's name is, is still all young. Like a young buck, mm-hmm. you know, because he's a vampire. And yeah. I remember reading that being, that's such a fucking cool concept. That's yeah. such a cool idea. Like, and uh, there were, these were some dark-ass books, dude, for, like, for kids and shit, man. These are some dark-ass books, man. Yeah. Alright, National Treasure. That and fucking, uh, fucking Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark, dude. This, those books fucking terrified me as a kid. Well, those books—that's just—that's just stuff making you scary. Well, was scary. There's no. Hey, we got a big thing to talk about here. Okay, lay it on me. Uh, speaking of nostalgia, going back to your fucking youth. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tony Hawk Pro Skater One and Two are getting fucking remastered. This means that we're this much closer to fucking underground. I don't care. <gasps> Blasphemous. The only reason why I would even play it. Is if okay? Here's two reasons I would even only or two stipulations. They got the soundtrack back. They got all the original soundtrack. I, I, back. I mean, I'm fine with that. I'm fine with that. That's a good soundtrack. But it's great. Soundtrack. They they would have to add in the ability to get off the skateboard because that made the game so much better. Yeah, well, that was a good. That was a good part about skate. Well, I was like underground. Was it underground one? Underground two? I think. Yeah, Underground was the first game I did that, I think, to take the skateboard. I think so, yeah. So walk around. Because that, that was the one where you so could start, like, tacking shit up. Yeah. yeah, that made the game so much better. Did you ever play, uh, what was it called, the American whatever, Wasteland or whatever? No, I never played that. Yeah, it sucked. I remember the one where it was, like, uh, it was, like, the Wii game or whatever, where it was, like, the Tony Hawk game that came with, like, its own, like, oh, board it controller. Was, like, Tony Hawk Ride. <laughs> I think so. That game was fucking garbage. Tony Hawk Ride, I'm pretty sure is what it's called. Gross. There's a uh, new web series coming out called A Toy Store Near You, made by the same people who made um, movies that made us and uh, 
uh, Toys That Made Us, and it's going to be a show kind of focusing on uh, fucking, like, independent toy stores. And it comes okay. out May 29th on Amazon Prime, YouTube, and all kind of stuff. I watched the oh, it's not for... on Netflix. That's interesting. Yeah, it's Amazon Prime, YouTube, Vimeo. Um, so I'm assuming it's free. And I, I think it's supposed to be taking place, like, hey, we're doing it through because of, of the C-Virus or whatever. Um, right. But it's a really cool trailer. It's a cool concept. And if you're a toy fan like me, it's interesting. Yeah. Uh, especially for where the toy company, toy business as, as a whole, is such a small niche thing now. Um, mm-hmm. I think it's, it was a really good idea to do. We'll see how it goes when it comes out. I'm excited to watch it. I'm not, I'm not expecting anything great. I'm still waiting yeah. for them to announce season four of toys that made us if they're going to do it i don't know if they're going to or not i'm still waiting for that right um uh what else do we got on news before we should move on to our topic uh disney is trying to fucking remake hercules what the fuck is this bullshit i saw that what i don't know also the russo brothers were saying shit about how uh it's not gonna be a faithful adaptation because they're not gonna put music in it what the fuck dude I love that fucking music. So, here's... Actually, my girlfriend and I were talking about this before I saw the article. Where they were yeah. hinting at this. So, I'm excited for Mulan because Mulan yeah. is the adaptation of, like, the folktale. And the movie yeah. looks like a wuxia film, like a Chinese you know, martial art yeah. film. And I'm, I'm hyped with that. I'm fine with that. Mm-hmm. So, if they're going to make... Hercules, in a sense of like the, no, the fucking, what's it called? Not fable, but the fucking, M- the myth, the mythology story. Okay, so no music. Okay, fine, whatever. So you're just making a story that we've all seen before a thousand times. I was about to say, well, if you're not gonna do the music, then it's just a thing where it's like, I mean, we've had, we've had like, ten Hercules movies in like the last like. 10 I'll, years, I, and, like, I'll, The Rock was in one of them. I'll just watch fucking... What's that show with the... From the late 90s? Like, Xena and then Hercules. Oh, Xena Warrior Princess? And they, and they, then did, a, they did a Hercules. The, what the fuck was it? The Legend Continues, I think? Or yeah, something? I'll just watch that show then. Like, I don't fucking care. With, but, uh... Didn't they have, isn't that Lou Ferrigno? Who is that? No, Kevin something, I feel like. Kevin something, maybe? Kevin... Legendary Journeys. Legendary Journeys. It was uh, Kevin Sorbo. Kevin Sorbo, okay. Lasted six seasons. Wow. I forgot that they had that, that crossover with Xena Warrior Princess in that. Yeah, I feel like it was I feel like it was originally a Xena part of Xena, then they spanned it, spanned it off, I thought. But I could be wrong. Was it? Interesting. I could be wrong. I never I mean that shit was fucking a long time ago, bro. Yeah. Why, would I, why do I know Kevin Sorbo? Like what was he from besides that? Andromeda. What else is he in? Let's see. Uh, I guess nothing else besides that before that. I guess. I feel like that's Hercules is his biggest thing. Call the Conqueror. Oh, he was in a bunch of uh, Hercules movies. Like TV yeah, movies. He was Hercules for a long time. Man, why? He's not even that jacked. Oh. Uh, I guess for the nineties he was Jack. I, I don't. But he? then you have Arnold Schwarzenegger out there like doing his fucking shit, and he was way more Jack than him. Yeah, Lucy Lawless, man, she was. When I was a kid, Zena scared me, dude. Zena was a big girl. Um. So, 
my other my other thing was this with with Her- the Hercules um, movie adaptation from the live action. So with with Mulan, they're going straight up from what we're seeing from the trailer, obviously. Um, straight up folktale, um, yeah. warrior lady, wuxia film, sword fighting, all kind of stuff. They haven't shown any dragons. They haven't right. shown any like um, Mongol like falcon crow things like from the movie. Yeah, uh, nothing no, no, super yeah. crazy, just over the top, almost like kung fu cinema, which I'm fine with. Yeah. But if you don't add in the godliness of Hercules, like, are you who's the bad guy going to be? Because you can't have him fight fucking Hades without showing, like, fucking the underworld. Yeah. I don't you know. know. It's not going to make a lot of sense. So it'd just be him fighting, like. I mean, it can't just be him doing the trials because that's going to get boring. So yeah. It's going to have, like, an overarching antagonist. I don't know. I feel like they're gonna do it, but I don't know. I feel like they have to do Hades. Who they cast? Because it's not even just Hercules; it's like Disney's Hercules. Like it's yeah. specifically the fucking cartoon movie that they're doing. I don't know. I don't know who they could cast as Hercules. I don't even know like who's like a young guy that's like ripped like that. They're cast Tom Holland. <sighs> no, he's, he can't. He couldn't get jacked enough. They cast him in everything. Uh. Hmm. I mean, he's supposed to be big, right? I mean, I feel like he'd be a big guy. Well, he's got he's to do the Captain America shit where he starts off skinny and then he'd do the training montage and then he's fucking ripped. I guess the, they can, they'll just cast somebody small and be like, yeah, because he's a, he's a god that he's... No, he doesn't need to be big because he's, he's a demigod. Some, That's lame. Some lame bullshit like that. Like some anime That's, type shit. You know, how, you know how everyone in anime is always small. small. Yeah, that's true. Like, like everyone in manga is like tiny, but they're super strong. Yeah, you know. So I don't know. I'm, I don't give a shit about this. Yeah, I don't care yeah. about this. Um, that will be it for our news this yeah. week. Zach, what's our topic? Come out to the coast. We'll get together, have a few laughs. Our topic is another nostalgic take because we're big on nostalgia here at License to View. Jason, I posed this question to you and you've produced a list and now we're going to go through this list of your top favorite drinks from your childhood. Jason, what is your number five? This is tough, man, because I, I, I think back at like drinks from my childhood and a lot of them are still around and another half of them are all gone from yeah. existence. Yeah, that's the thing with, like, food and drink stuff in general. It's, like, either it's there for, like, a couple of years and then it's gone or it's, like, it's it sticks around for forever. So, oh, but I think of things that, like, my top things that I consistently drink as a kid or even things I don't drink anymore. Mm-hmm. Uh, my number five would probably be, like, Squeeze-Its, which I, mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure are gone now. Um, we're, I think they are. They, they've come in that bottle. The stupid little twisty top. Yeah, I I drank so many like essentially it was like just pure sugar water. That didn't even taste like Kool Aid. Tasted like fucking. 
on stair cooler water on steroids was so fucking yeah. sugary like the, the the blueberry one or whatever the fuck it was supposed to be mm-hmm. i drink it came in a six pack in the little fucking you know plastic wrap saran wrap with a little fucking card around it mm-hmm. i remember drinking so many of those at home and it took 10 seconds to drink one yeah because you just squeeze it in the middle just like this oh, you do like one gulp and you're fucking done and you're done and just pure sugar into your veins. So, I would say squeeze it, okay. or or my number five things. Something honestly, I think something I missed too. So, um, if I can get those back, I would. Yeah, I don't think they make them anymore. Yeah, squeeze it's squeeze dope, dude. it's man. What's your oh. What's your number five? My number five is uh, a lot of stuff that is stuff that I would get with my grandma a lot because I just think that overall, when I think back on like stuff that I drank as a kid, a lot of the times it was like stuff that my grandma would buy me. Number one thing that like she introduced me to, and like I still love it to this day, and it was what made me have the idea that glass bottles are superior to anything else. Which is, uh, she used to buy me like the six packs of the uh, the orange cl- crush and like the big glass bottles. Used to like down, but that has the same problem as squeeze it's where it's like two gulps and the shit's gone, but it mm. tastes so good. But yeah, the orange crush and the glass bottle, that like six pack that you could get, and like and that was the first prank where it's like before you got beer, that was like I was popping the top off and like keeping the keeping the bottle tops i was like fuck yeah i Uh, never um i never really had glass stuff until recently oh really oh i love even even, i think i I I think i mentioned on the podcast i didn't have glass cokes until like six months ago Mm. like ever i just never did it there's there's no point in it um not the spanish coke Mm. not until recently that spanish coke is good nine nine just not until six months ago you know um my number four favorite drink from childhood are uh it's high c fruit punch okay i drank these i think these are 12 packs i believe i drink these yeah the little little square boxes i drink these so fucking much yeah and you know take a little straw out fucking pop that shit in but and i would just Soak that shit up, and then I learned uh, when my friends did this as a kid, and I started doing it every single time. If I was outside mm. playing or whatever with my friends, I would take sip of my fucking thing, get all the way done, and I would blow it up full of air, put it on the ground, and I would step on it, like stomp on it, and it was like a fucking pop. Oh fuck! I remember that. Because... I did the same shit, but with Capri Suns though. Oh, dude, no way. Not did even, that shit all the time? You can't even reason. compare the level of fucking intensity <laughs> of a high C stomp to a fucking Capri Sun stomp, bro. No oh, way. I know, dude. I got, I got some fucking firecrackers out there. You know what I'm saying? I got some oh, good action. Really get some power behind it. I mean, look, high, high Cs are so good, and they still make them, so I can get them now. They and do. It, I remember I had one a couple years back because my sister is younger than me, so my parents got them for – because when I, when I was a teenager, my sister was 11 years younger than me. So, mm-hmm. even when I was still in high school, they would be buying her, like, shit that I had when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. So, I'd be like, I'll come home from from, war, uh, from school one day, or even when I was, when I was you know, out of college or whatever, and she's still younger than me. So, mm-hmm. like, I get off of work one day, I come home, I'm living at, living at home still, yeah. I walk into the kitchen, I see a box full of Gushers, and I'm like, I mean, there's only, like, six Gushers in there. Oh. So, I gotta take half of those Gushers. Got it. You know? Or like it would be a box of like zebra cakes, and I'm like, oh, I, you can't, you can't leave these here. I'm gonna oh eat all these fucking God. zebra cakes, you know. 
You can't um, even start me with the zebra cakes. I finished a whole box in like in less than an hour. I, I literally, I literally bought a box yesterday at, at fucking Food Lion, and oh. I'm going to eat it all in one sitting. You have to, because I'm a piece of shit. There's no reason not to. They're so uh, easy. They are. I prefer zebra sticks though. I do notice that that they have like the zebra ho hos. They, they taste better. Yeah. Um, so my number yeah. four is uh, high C, flash and fruit punch. Okay. Okay. What's okay. your number four? My number four is uh, my favorite type of cola. It's something where it's like, uh, I don't know, it just has a nostalgic taste, and I just like it better than like Coke and Pepsi and all this other stuff, which is RC Cola. Uh, Love RC Cola. Or whatever the fuck it stands for. I think something like that. Some weird shit like that. I always thought it's standard for like Regal Cola or something like that. I don't remember. Yeah, Royal Crown Cola. Okay. It was great, though. I love it. I love the taste of it. RC Cola, great stuff. Why the fuck did you ever drink that? This is like a southern-ass drink. I don't know. I don't know why I had this in Indiana, but I definitely remember my grandma used to buy the RC Cola for me all the time. Like, I remember, no, obviously Coke's also, the RC Cola's from Georgia. Mm -hmm. I'm pretty sure all three big soda brands are I'm pretty sure Coke is like from South, is it? Oh yeah, no, yeah, because Coke has the museum in Atlanta. Atlanta, yeah. I'm pretty sure Pepsi's also from Georgia. Let me pull it up real quick. Pepsi. That I can't remember. I'm trying to remember where Pepsi's from originally. They're all southern, though. I know that. Um, Pepsi's from North Carolina. Okay. So like, all three big brands are originally from the south, and I, and I get that, right? But remember, yeah. when I was growing up, and I was living in Japan at the time, because I was in the military, mm-hmm. and one of my and they had RC there. I don't know how or why. Yeah. And my, one of my friends had, was like, hey, you want some soda? I'm like, yeah, yeah. I'm at the house. We're hanging out watching Dragon Ball Z or some shit. No. And it gives me a can of RC Cola. Mm-hmm. I remember being like this, like looking at it being like, what kind of fucking cheap bullshit is this? How dare you disrespect the name of RC Cola by like, calling... What, what kind of off... Because on base, right, there's, a, there's an American like military brand soda called right. like Stars and Stripes or something yeah. like that, right? You know, like, That's like, like Sam's Cola shit. Like yeah. Sam's Cola, Great Value Cola... Yeah, and it's, it tastes fine, but like I remember being like, "What off-brown poor motherfucker couldn't afford a twelve-pack of Coke? Mm. You gotta give me a fucking RC." I was like, "What the fuck is this?" Mm. But I remember like, I had, I had RC like not even two weeks ago because it's it's such a unique, it's yeah, in between Coke and Pepsi in terms of sweetness. It, yeah, I think it, it does a really good job. Of, yeah, mixing the best parts of both into something that's I think enjoyable than both of them. Oh, I, I I won't say that RC is better than Coke or better than Pepsi. I will say that it's different. Mm-hmm. My my, fa- cause my favorite soda is Dr Pep. Oh, you DP man. I'm okay. a DP guy. You know, all day. And yeah. if, it's not, if I can't get DP, I'm getting Pib. Right. Yeah. I, I think honestly. No Doctor Thunder for you. I love Doctor Thunder. Yeah. Essentially, I like the same kind of soda. I like people, yeah. And I, I don't get it. People consider people think that this tastes like cough med or like medicine. I think it tastes minty for sure when I drink it. I don't get it. I don't Literally, know why. I don't. I don't understand. I've been drinking. I don't drinking, know. I don't understand it. It has uh, a taste for me. I don't know why, but it, it tastes like minty or something like that. Almost. I will say this: a re, a regional soda that I think that is purely regional now, like purely still regional. That I don't think, like. If I went up to – if I went to California, maybe they would never heard of this or whatever. But mm-hmm. like – and you know this because you you lived here long enough too. Mm. 
the Cheerwine. Oh yeah, is so good. Stop Cheerwine, Cheerwine is so Cheerwine. good. Yeah, and I, 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 to me, that's like the hidden gem of of the. Series. I actually don't. I don't. I don't think I've ever had Cheerwine. Dude, you gotta get some, man. We probably can't now because we're in Florida. But fuck you. But oh uh, yeah, that's true. Cheerwine is good. That's South um, Carolina as fuck right there. Is fucking Cheerwine. My number three is is the Capri Sun. I mean, no one got to talk about it. Capri Sun. Capri Sun's the best. Pouch. I'm pretty I sure can... mine actually is Capri Sun too. It, it is. is Capri so, Sun. Yeah. Capri Sun. I can honestly, and I'm not sure if I if I thought about this, maybe I would change my 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 rating. Mm. What do you think, Capri Sun or like Kool Aid Jammer? Mm. I think my Capri Sun man. I think I gotta go for the classics. Capri Sun. What about Tang? Oh fuck, dude! Tang is the fucking Tang in a pouch. Ooh, Tang was the shit. I think I definitely probably picked Tang. What Tang would do when we were kids was Tang would give you a commercial of a chimpanzee skateboarding. It was an orangutan, wasn't it? Orangutan skateboarding. You're like, oh, I gotta get some Tang, dude. I was just like, oh, I drink Tang, I'll get an orangutan. Because Capri Sun commercials were about here's some like cartoon skateboarder like. Well, I was. I remember. I feel like there was one commercial. It was like the fucking Sunny D went like fucking Super Saiyan or some shit like that. It was like bursting out of the fridge or some shit. Yeah. So we both have Capri Suns. What's your number two? My number two, uh, the old standby, the classic Nesquik chocolate milk. Ooh. So, so gross. Fuck you. Chocolate milk. Shit. I I love chocolate milk. I hate milk and I hate chocolate milk. Chocolate milk is the fucking shit, dude. Combines the best of both. No, dude. Fucking hate, chocolate I, with milk? Oh my god. I no, hate like nothing milk. Else. I hate chocolate milk. I hate strawberry milk. I hate the idea of watching someone take a spoon and put it in powder and dumping it in milk and then stirring it. What I hate even more than I that. I actually almost never used to use the power that much. Don't we tell would me. Buy the actual syrup. We would do the syrup and then stir in the syrup. It's so fucking gross. Stir that shit in there it's, like that. Get you some chocolate milk, baby. So <laughs> nasty, dude. It's uh, so gross. It chocolate so milk good. is so nasty. Oh, it tastes so good. Like, oh. the only chocolate milk thing I'll drink, which is not even chocolate milk, it's chocolate drink. Oh, Yoohoo? Is a Yoohoo. That's it. But Lame. even Yoohoo's are nasty. Lame. Um, Yoohoo's are like chocolate water. Yeah, 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 yeah. Which is gross. My number two is a discontinued drink that I've talked about multiple, multiple times on this podcast. It is a Pepsi drink from my youth called Pepsi Blue. Yes. Pepsi Blue is a great drink. I miss it very much. And if I could buy it right now on eBay and it would still be carbonated and not shitty, I would. Let's see if I can right now. I'm on eBay. Pepsi Blue. I, I bet you could buy it. I bet you it would not be carbonated. Pepsi Blue limited edition rare soda pop can hard to find. Pepsi Blue berry cola fusion can never filled with product extremely rare. Uh, I want the fucking. Let's say it was never filled with product. Yeah. Here's one: Pepsi Blue berry cola fusion two liter rare vintage bottle NOS one hundred and twenty dollars or best offer. Mm. I mean that sounds like a steal. Yes. Pepsi Blue, what the fuck is this, dude? Pepsi, Pepsi Tropical Chill, what the fuck is that? What the? Huh? I've never, never even heard of that before. Pepsi is it like Tropical pineapple? 
I don't know. Here, look at this link. I'll send you the eBay posting. I've never even heard of this before. Pepsi Tropical Chill. Tropical Chill. Maybe it's like a European or Asian. Uh, Interesting. Like not not an American one. Huh. Yeah, it's like pineapple and fucking oranges. Weird. I saw some shit where it was like Mountain Dew came out with some shit like that where Mountain Dew had like a like a pineapple or something like that. Mm. Maui Burst. Here it is. Hold on. I saw that they had this. Let's see this. Which one is it? The, it should be the first picture. Oh, okay, hold on. I saw somebody post this, and I was like, eh. It's just basically like Mountain Dew Pineapple, which is like, eh, I don't know how I feel about that. Oh, that's gross. Let's it could be really good, but it could be really Let's bad. Let's fuck an energy drink. It does look like it. Well, Mountain Dew has energy drinks now. They got the... Uh, uh, th this uh, Pepsi is from, uh, is from I think, Europe, I think, or something like that. Mm. Pulling it up. I guess I don't know. Maybe it's America. I don't know. Either way, either way. Um, Zach, what is your number one most reminiscent drink from your childhood? My number one, like I said, a lot of these have to do with my grandma. Every time my grandma would pick me up from school or anything like that, we'd always, 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 always go to Burger King, get some fucking frozen cokes. I fucking I have shit. no idea what this is. It's. So it's basically an icy that's Coke, and it's fucking phenomenal. But the same thing you get from a gas station. Yeah, like that, like a slushy from a gas station, but it's Coke, and it's great. Mm. Love it, absolutely love it. I have a problem with ices because I like them a lot, but mm -hmm. I feel like they're always halfway into the duration of me enjoying it. It just becomes water, or it becomes like a juice. Yeah, but I think the best part about this is that when it happens with this it just becomes coke but like flat but it's not flat i feel like it would be still be flat no it's fine i can't i can't do flat soda eh. you can drink flat soda i mean i drink them all the time that's frozen coke is great like it's if fantastic so if you're if you're if you're walking home like from your car you have a lot of stuff in your hands uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh no! And you have a bottle in your fingers. Uh, mm -hmm. But you drop the bottle and it hits the ground. You hear the, and you you'll still drink that. Well, that's chuck it all up. We got yeah. the fizz going. You'll still drink yeah. that though. Even I mean, though yeah. Even though it's flat. I mean, I paid for it, didn't I? This is this is why, I guarantee Zach. If I went to the another person who liked roller coasters, they would give me the exact <laughs> same response you just did—a communist response. First of all, that's not communist. That's capitalist as hell. No, that's this. I bought it, so I might as well drink it. Uh, fuck. Uh, I'll buy, I I'll, bought it, so I'm going to drink I'll it. I'll buy a new one. I'll just buy a new one. No. Not wasteful with my money over here. All right. Well, you know. We'll, we'll... What is your number one drink then, Jason? My number one is Sunny Delight, otherwise known as Sunny D, a.k.a. Sunny D orange drink not juice it's drink that orange drink this is a drink that i drink all the time 
mm-hmm. um, in various forms. And I really love it. I haven't had it in a long time. And I think it's because it's terrible for me. And I feel like when I drink it, I realize that. And I think it's like going to give me cancer. Because um, it almost looks like it's a little too neon. Like it's a little too bright. But something mm-hmm. about it's really good. Yeah, I, it's something that I remember. I never really drank it. Like on all the commercials, always say like, "Hey, drink it on Saturday morning." I never did that. I always mm-hmm. drank it at like just whenever I fucking wanted to. Um, right. Because I guess in reality, my number one would have been if I consider this a drink, it would just be Kool Aid. Um, it was a big Kool Aid house. Kool Aid was a big thing. Yeah. No, my dad. I'm not sure if it was like white people or like. Or what, but like, my dad had Kool Aid in the fridge, on like water, like a standby. Yeah, we always, always had. We had either Kool Aid or my mom always had the um, the Minute Maid lemonade from like the frozen mm. cans, and mm. they like, we had the whole yeah. thing where it was like specifically made to like crush yeah. up like the frozen shit to like yep. make the lemonade. So it was like either that or Kool Aid. Was like, dude, I haven't done a fucking lemonade fucking frozen thing in a long time. I don't even think they still make them anymore. I actually have two huge things of Kool Aid in my pantry. I've made it twice. Like I, I, fruit punch Kool Aid, the blue Kool Aid, standard operating procedure. The grape Kool Aid, obviously. Grape Kool Aid's great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but my number one's Sunny D. But if I didn't, if I considered, if I, 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 it really should be. Kool-Aid, but it's it's fine. It's probably Sunny. Sunny D's fine. Um, so that's our list. That is our list. Of top five children drinks from our childhood. Yes. Uh, that's the podcast, guys. Oh, that's it, guys. That's it. We're actually coming in a half hour shorter than usual. Oh, my God. I, I like how we have the most news this week, and we're the shortest podcast we've done in weeks. Yeah. Because because on the other podcasts we have done so much more shit <laughs> during the yeah. week, so we and we have like one news thing or no news, and we just fucking ramble. We on. just ramble and talk, dude. So, thanks guys for listening. <sighs> we'll see y'all back next week. Yes. Your license to view. Zach, do you have an idea for topic at all? Um, we're still recording. I don't know. I'm not really sure. Okay, we'll figure it out. All right, yeah. We'll All figure right, guys. Out. We'll see y'all back next week on the podcast. See you guys.